0: Couple of weeks ago, went on a trip to Sydney, and classic naif, I couldn't. I really didn't want to be there. I just wanted to be at home, you know, relaxing. I hate. I hate living in the house. I hate living my. Bed. You really, you really do hate. Yeah, I can't stand it. Anyway, what do you think happens? Like they dragged me out to an outing, my family and Taylor. Um, and what do you think happens? I'm I'm standing there by myself alone because I've basically ditched them. I'm trying to go back to our apartment. And then some girl on the phone goes, "Oh, Nathan, Nathan!" She's like saying it to me, Nathan. I've never seen this person in my life. I like. Are you famous? I'm like, no. You've made it. I, I'm not gonna lie. For a you've made it. second, I'm like, is this person you know calling me out from the Bronx? Anyway, and then she goes, "I'm just on the phone to Taylor. I'm, one, I'm Taylor's fucking friend or something." I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, I'm in Sydney, and you fucking. I'm like, why is this happening to me here? And I had at that point, there's longer context behind this, but I had, you know, betrayed the my family and I had left at that point. Like I had said, I'm
1: going back. Where, where were you at this point? Were you like halfway at, home? Or at, you at, still like no, nah, I was
0: I was just leaving, I think um uh, one the the Queens is the Queen VB, Q V B. Queen mm. Victoria building in Sydney, where it's like a shopping centre. And I had basically gone separate ways, and I'm like, you know, my family was disappointed because I didn't want to keep being out, didn't want to go to kick and then and then and then her this girl and her partner, you know, come like run into me, and they and I have to stay there. I have to they'd be like, "Oh, we'll wait for Taylor to catch up."
1: <laughs> so I have to who were they? Like, Taylor's mates? Taylor's mates. she's so much better than you. That's all I say week. this every week We said this on last week.
0: But this, that's a long way of saying we eventually actually hung out later that night with them. We you went and got, got out. We went and went you and drank. Fuck me. Fuck me. This killed me. You and then what I, did you drink? I just got what the other guy got. I got a Sandy Dune. A Sandy Dune. It was a grey looking cocktail. We got cocktails. Oh, <laughs>
1: Cocktail night from Big Knife.
0: <laughs> it was only one drink. All day, like, so I had to spend a bit of that time in the daytime with you know this couple. So, obviously, I'm, I'm just meeting and trying to talk to the, the guy, the partner. And then, when we Do called you remember up, his name, I forgot his name, <laughs> I forgot his name, but shout out, it's the biggest fan, shout out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but then we got to catching up with them, catching up with them later on again, having drinks. And this is where I want to bring you to my story. I was waiting all day, what, what question are you waiting to ask any like any guy in that situation who do you go for
1: yeah yeah are you into
0: into sport you're into sport is what i say Mm -hmm. so i go oh so
1: i was waiting all day it's your one question
0: and i go and if um, he says no then you're fucked i'm dying and i go so you're into sport and and what's the worst answer you can get from a
1: boyfriend (laughs) i don't like sports ball (laughs) (laughs) Sports ball I don't like go team <laughs>
0: And he, he rips out He goes And he looks at his missus And they go Oh nah You know when I was younger A bit of footy But nah I ain't footy I just He's like I just like sitting on the couch And drinking I'm oh, like well,
1: but He will belong then I'll, I'll get on with him No while.
0: but hold on I'm like But what do you do While you sit on the couch And drink
1: <laughs> anyway, What does he do Well I, I I sort of
0: got the I grasped That he Likes gaming which
1: we touched on last week. It's, just, is I just don't understand the, the games. The opposite of your language. The beer drinking. We didn't actually say beer drinking. The, the drinking I'll get around. Um, he
0: doesn't like beer. I remember that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Bronx Sheer Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan Callinan. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host in his starter Celtics jacket. He's uh coming off inspiration of my starter sixes jacket that's last stiff. week. That's real stiff. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> I've worn been.
1: this on the pod too before, I think. If you have not here. Not, I not reckon in it the was studio. when we were doing the, uh, the old Zoomy boys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's told you before, I like green. Man, that's beautiful. Starter, keep. Imagine those. if you chose your basketball team based off colour rather than Newlands Noel. Mm. We'd be. We could sit in here and agree on things.
0: We'd be a Celtics podcast. That light there would be green. This
1: wouldn't be uh, a neutral NBA. Man, show. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have to listen to you go. I'm not going to mention Floyd this week, <laughs> and then spend 15 minutes bitching about <laughs> Joel doing something.
0: But talking about no. <laughs> um, so how are
1: you, mate? I'm okay. You good? I'm okay. Yeah. I'm nervy for the playoffs. Yep. Second seed locked in. Um. Assuming we have Brooklyn, yep. We'll get to that in a second, and that's that's pretty much
0: where my mind is at the moment. Yeah. So the NBA season regular season has officially wrapped up. Um, by the time you're seeing this, by the time this episode comes out, the the seven versus eight games will have been played. That's tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we're in this one day. Go Cavs! <laughs> we're in this one day break. Um, between, yeah, the, it's cool. I like it. We, we don't want any breaks as fans, like the players do. But it's cool Straight that there's now it. there's games, you know, instead of just like a five-day break. Um, and we'll get into our- Are you big on the play
1: Yes, I am. I know- I, I like how, I mean, no matter how shit it is, people are going to watch it. And that's, it? that's all the NBA cares about. Like last year, the um, Lakers-Warriors game was like the most viewed- Game all season before the finals. Hmm. I wish they would cap it in terms of you've got to be within X amount of games of yeah another seed. Yeah, it does seem a bit shit when you know the tenth seeds yep. twenty games behind the maybe or seventh. That. Yeah, but they're not going to because people are still going to watch it. Yeah, it's my only like little asterisk to it. And we've been lucky enough to have
0: two years in a row now. I can't remember the bubble if there was any like great.
1: Um, well, the bubble was the first year they did, it and that's when they said. You needed to be within Port- five games, I think, though. Yeah, 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 yep.
0: Um, but we've had now two years in a row of LeBron versus Steph, KD and Kyrie now in this other one. And if Jared Allen wasn't hurt, we'd get a bloody awesome, um, you know, playing game, at least in the East. Um, and then in the West, you know, like imagine, like he's probably not, but imagine Zion was ready just mm. now. So in terms of injuries and being out and stuff like that, Kyrie and all that, It's great. It gave New Orleans a reason
1: to play basketball for the last three months.
0: And there is a risk. I mean, that's the obvious. There is a risk, though, that we could go, say, like 10 years. We could go 10 years, probably not, (laughs) without having an interesting playing game. Because magically, no injuries hinder a team Mm. from finishing sixth or above. Um, But there's probably always going to be, you know, it's probably always going to be an injury every year to a big team. And this is awesome. I reckon I reckon for those reasons it's awesome. Awesome. Like last year the Lakers and the Warriors, this year Brooklyn deserved to be in the playoffs. Yeah. And this vaccine thing and the Harden and the Ben Simmons thing, Brooklyn could win the championship. Coming and it's because of the I know they I know they finished um is it 8th? I know they 7th. Did they, they end up they finishing above the Cavs? Yeah. Yes, they, they did. Um they finished 7th. I know they ended up finishing there, but just say the vaccine mandate got pushed
1: a bit further, and they finished ninth. You know that would be this real team, shit. As much as it pains me to say, this team doesn't miss out, doesn't deserve to miss out on playoffs. That's right. That's exactly. Kyrie right. does personally. <laughs> he shouldn't <laughs> be there, but the rest of them, they're good enough to be in there. Yeah, they
0: do. So, basically, I like it.
1: Hopefully, as the eighth seed, I like it. Yep. Cleveland will come out there. Darius Garland in Brooklyn is going to drop fifty-two. 16 assists and they'll still lose by a few points. <laughs> um,
0: before we keep going, I don't want to forget this like I always do. If you're new to the show, hit that hit that subscribe button. What are you pointing at? And that notifications <laughs> that? bell. Um, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us a five star rating. Let's I wish they
1: could rate us individually on our opinions. That'd be nice. If you want to do that, head to the comments, let us know. I like I wish it was like Uber and you could see yeah. see where you're ranked. That'd be so much. I'm sure we can do that you. in the future. We'll set something like that up.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's get into these brief topics that I have listed here. Um The Lakers. The Done Lakers, And dusted. We were sort of predicting that they weren't gonna get there. We were we were saying maybe LeBron, but no. Um, the Lakers got finished by a Spurs win against Denver last week and Phoenix. What did I tell you on the pod? You were like, oh, they haven't been playing their players. I said to you, (laughs) they're going to play their whole team to put the foot on the throat of the Lakers, and they did exactly that. They
1: did exactly that. (laughs) All I could think about was the photo of LeBron posting up on Jay Crowder, I think it was, and Andre Drummond's back in in the background. You're posting up with him. Since that point, I don't think the Lakers have beaten Phoenix. (laughs)
0: It's 10-0. Ten or eleven or no, something like that. Since um, yeah, and there's another marker from it as well. Um, but basically, yeah. So the Lakers did not make the playoffs, but you know what, JL, we're not going to talk about and probably be on this podcast.
1: I really do hope. What this is a Lake Show's podcast. This is the <laughs> Lake Show. We're doing so about the Lakers in Philly.
0: We've talked about them too much, and thank God they're finally gone. I'm sorry, Lakers. <laughs> isn't Nation. the next point about them as well? I said after this podcast, <laughs> I said after this show, but did you know that Frank Vogel is fired from the Lakers? Because He doesn't know that yet. He only, what day is it today? He's finding yeah. out today. Yeah. He's finding out today if that's what the Lakers think, how the world works. However, Woj, <laughs> Woj is an arsehole when he tweets. <laughs> Woj tweeted it and he's like, oh, the Lakers are going to let him know by Monday. <laughs>
1: It's like, is he, he has Twitter, I'm sure, or he can, can see Twitter. It was like he was meant to put plan in his drafts and just <laughs> hit, hit tweet. All
0: right. So, anyway, the Lakers, Frank Vogel, I don't want to talk about them too much.
1: Is it his fault? No. No. Is he the coach for them? I'm unsure. Yeah. But the the one season they had with LeBron and AD and they were all healthy, they won the championship. That's it. Management decided to trade away all their depth. Yep. They've been shit since. Yeah, they in, in all sports, the point of blame always goes to the coach first. Of course. Off. The scapegoat always. He's just another case of that. There might be a better coach out there, but who's going around now that's unemployed that's a better option? Soon to be Doc Rivers. And he's not a better
0: option. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, since this is going to be the last time we speak about the Lakers, hopefully... A very hot question, and we like our hot questions, that is being asked. These four years that LeBron has spent in the Lakers, failure or... You win a championship, what? it's a success. Yes. No matter and, what. And that's, no matter my,
1: what. that's my answer as well. And that's everyone's answer unless you hate LeBron. Right. Yeah. Anyone with half a brain knows the success. They've all, since 2013? Yeah. 2012? When Dr. Jerry Buss died, they've had two winning seasons since then. Yeah. One of them, they won a championship. Yeah. These four years of any success.
0: Yeah. I know it's the Lakers and they've got so many and it is LeBron. So people, you know, judgment is clouded. Just go back, as he said, just go back to these other Lakers seasons before mm. LeBron arrived in, you know, Kobe's twilight years or just in general, look, at, look in the mirror of your own franchise of whoever is listening or talking Do you in Toronto are mad at Kawhi? Yeah. Like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he ruined our franchise. He left us with nothing. Yeah.
0: Like, I would trade one of my fingers. To-
1: <laughs> Not your ring one. Not your ring finger. You need, a no, pl- need one of
0: that bad boy. Probably that one. <laughs> I would trade one of my fingers to have a championship in Philly. And that just shows you, like, we haven't won one since the 80s. That just shows you like what blue three three one leads to Boston in the eighties as well. There's a fun fact. Where now all the fucking Celtics you know, three separate goes. times. But anyone who's going to say that in a four year period that getting a championship is a failure, I don't give a damn. That's that's such a wrong. It just, it, as you as you said it, it's such a full stop statement. Mm. Like if you go any other way, you're just being ridiculous. They won Imagine a damn championship. Imagine if you did it
1: in Minnesota. Yeah, or Sacramento. Yeah, yeah right. Like yeah, it's just. A championship still a championship. Is it that different? I mean, he went to the finals in Cleveland in his most recent stop there. He won one championship in four years there. Does anyone look at that as a failure? No. No. That's it. People are stupid. That's it. So that's the biggest question.
0: But the biggest news, and I'm so happy to leave this. the Lakers on this. Congratulations to the LA Lakers. They have concluded paying Luol Deng. He, I believe in 2016 or something, signed it a was the big, the salary cap $72 jump. million dollar contract for four years, I believe, something like that. And then they stretched him. I didn't realize it. I didn't think it was this long. But anyway, it was he, a while. It's um, they've stretched him, obviously, for another three years. <laughs> and um, he is now being... He's, he's off f- the books. He's off the books of the Lakers. So now they can pay Westbrook more money. Also, Westbrook has been saying some quotes, blah, blah, LeBron, AD, Vogel, all this sort of stuff. That's it. No more like a talk. That's it. We're done. Alvin Gentry has been let go as the interim interim head coach of the Sacramento Kings. What a sh- what a shock. Remember I said he looks like um the Monsters, Inc. CEO, yeah. Waternoose, I
1: believe it was. I think that's a name. Yeah. That was a highlight of your career. That was. <laughs> um. It's no surprise he didn't want to be there after the first two weeks. It <laughs> was that post-game interview when he's like, oh, "I'm, I'm trying." <laughs> <laughs> Since they've
0: uh, made that trade, Sabonis for the win. Now Sabonis, didn't they have like the same exact record as, same as the Pacers last last time we checked? So that's happening in Sacramento. Tony Snell finished his third straight season without missing a free throw.
1: Peyton Pritchard did the same thing for. Only one season, but yeah, I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, I'm no, sure he he's only shot twenty one free throws, but I'm
0: sure he's played more than Tony Snell. I haven't checked up on what Tony Snell's doing. Doesn't matter. Since pre COVID, I couldn't even tell you who he plays for. The last time he missed a free throw, who does he play for now? Is it? I'm going to say Portland. Something tells me it's Portland. He was there for it. Then he went to Milwaukee for a bit. There was Atlanta in there somewhere. Oh fuck
1: me! <laughs> he just bounces. I reckon we should play who who he play for. Who we play for? <laughs> I reckon. went the last time he missed a. A though We'd never heard of COVID nineteen. Yeah. There's a lot
0: of those. Like, who does he play for? You do it. I'll start talking about something else. Um, uh, Joel. The process. Embiid becomes the first center. Who does he play for? <laughs> Keep guessing. It's not Portland. <laughs> no. Nah. It's not Hawks. No. Nah.
1: It's not Milwaukee. No. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. The team was has been mentioned so far in this pod. Lakers, Celtics, Nap. Nap. Oh, Pacers, Nap.
0: Sacramento, Nap. Who the fuck <laughs> else have we mentioned? <laughs> um, yeah. uh, the I don't know. The
1: Pelicans. <laughs> the Pelicans.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Fuck! I no. Nah, I didn't know that at all. I did not know that at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Um, Joel, the process, Embiid, becomes the first centre since Shaq in 2000 to win the scoring title, averaging
1: 30.6 points per game. Um, First centre since who to average over 30? I'm not sure. Oh, it was back in the 80s or something. I didn't check this one. It was a long while ago.
0: Anyway... And we'll talk about Joel later because in this episode we're doing... What are you fucking I- talking about the Sixers again? <laughs> NBA- <laughs> we're talking about the Sixers again. NBA season awards. Yes, yeah, so he's sh- not going to be going to mention. <laughs> I'm sure that Joel will come up. Um, and staying on the Sixers, Matisse Thibel is ineligible for game three and four against the Raptors in Toronto because he, JL, is a dickhead. ...did not get his second vax. Yeah. Um, he got his first vax and then he explained that he thought this is what he said. He thought that you get your first dose, and you're 100 percent can't get COVID. And I just thought he had his head screwed on t- more tightly than that because apparently not. Who ever said that? You know, and um, what vaccine has he
1: has he ever gotten a vaccine? You know? no. He said in his speech, he said his family was never his family didn't get vaccines, but they were never anti-vax because that wasn't a word they that threw wasn't around. That word, yeah. They believed in alternate. Medicines. Holistic. Holistic. Was the and word Chinese means. medicines as what well. Did, holistic? Define that word for me. Because people... I'm, I, Someone that hasn't studied anything recommends it something. <laughs> is it? No. Is that? It? Pretty much. It means it's nothing. Right. Because that word's getting thrown around a lot this year. Maybe that's the word of people the year. The trendy word. People are stupid. Yeah. Um, that's my theme of today. Yep. People are stupid. And Matisse diable is one of them.
0: Yeah. So very silly. He didn't get the second vaccine, at least from our take. You um, so, lost
1: how much money For that one game I don't know It's like $300,000 or something
0: Yep But um, uh, Talking about that You see Drew Holiday
1: uh, Maybe I'm getting I think that was Drew Holiday. Nah, number yeah, yeah That was like I think Matisse was like 50k or something Yeah That was funny with Drew Holiday though Checked in And there's big smiles on his face Got $300,000 to check in One of the tweets I saw after that Was just worked an 8 hour shift For 140 bucks <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, Matisse Seibel will not be eligible for games 3, 4 and if 6 if needed due to not being fully vaxxed. So he can't go and play in Toronto. Um, you in, should beat Toronto without him. In that first... But he does does hurt you a bit. We will talk about that. Um, we got a little bit of predictions coming up. And Luka Doncic in the final game of the regular but season... That he was initially suspended for. Yes. In the final game of the regular season, strained his calf... And was seen, reportedly seen, in a walking boot uh, outside a hospital. They did an MRI and it um, came back that he's got a calf strain. No timetable for his return, JL. Now...
1: Moon boots don't necessarily mean anything because they're very precautionary these days anyway. Yes. They're a, I will strap you up so you can't flex, essentially. Um, But they also then... They they keep on if there is a significant injury... So, essentially, we have nothing to go by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I feel like Luca's the type to play on one leg. Well, you, he's already done that. Yeah. He did, he did two, that, yeah. Two seasons ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he'd play on
0: one arm, you know? I feel like he's the type. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him even that first game. But who knows? Because a muscle thing. thats, a, that's a, Especially a, in the calf. Yeah. It, like in in the... yeah. It's a tough, you can't, like you
1: sort of can't. You can feel that you can't run. But it's not like he gets a lot of lift anyway. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he still relies on his quickness, which is obviously quite underrated. It is quite, mm. his first step's pretty impressive. So that would definitely hinder his performances. But if it was someone like Jar Morant would be like, if this is bad and he can't jump, that's half his game gone. That's right. But he, he might be all right. Yeah. So, we'll uh, look into that uh, soon, actually,
0: the first games. And um, now, yeah, let's do that now. So, that brings us to, let's look at the, we're going to do playoff predictions next week. Mm -hmm. But when we do them, there'll be two games played already of the first round. So, what I want us to do is... Predict the play-in winners, basically, and then the first two games of the playoffs without predicting the series. So don't let, let go of your series prediction. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like
1: how Orlando always wins game one. Yes, <laughs> that's it.
0: Okay, so playoff play-in uh, play-in uh, play uh, games. So the first ones, as I said before, are tomorrow. These are the seven versus eight matchups. We've got Cleveland at Brooklyn. Let's go with that one. What's your prediction there? Seven versus eight.
1: I'm just going to speak it into existence. (laughs) The Cavs are going to win. Yep. By like negative 20. (laughs) (laughs) Now, look, Brooklyn should run away with that. But like, no matter how much everyone talks about how good KD and Kyrie are, they had to beat Indiana the other day. Indiana with nothing to play for. And they won like, 132 to 126. Was that the game that KD had? 16 assists. Yeah. 35. Like, they're just scraping by. Yeah. So look, it if Cleveland went in healthy, I'd almost be picking him. Mm. I forgot to mention that it was reported that Ben Simmons could be back in the first
0: round. What do you think of that? Fuck no. No? Won't be? No. No? I'm starting, I don't know if I said this on the pod, but I'm starting to think it might be a cover up for mental health. Because I just don't understand how he could have done his back in a year off. You yeah, know shagging,
1: <laughs> <laughs> shagging. <laughs> Love that word. Yeah. All right, so you got so nets. I've, I've got the nets, and then on the other side, it's hard to overlook the Clippers at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Paul George has come back pretty well. Yes, but we know what he's like under pressure. But I genuinely, really do like Minnesota's team at the moment. They're quite well rounded, and can Zubat stay on Carl Anthony Towns and? You know, he he moves so well on offense, shoots so well. I think Minnesota has the edge here. Yes.
0: Um, I'm going to say Brooklyn as well. They'll get the seventh spot locked in. I'm going to predict the Timberwolves as well at home. That one's a lot closer. If the Clippers win that game, I'm going to predict the Timberwolves. And I don't know why I'm going to say this, but... If the Tim, if the Clippers win that game, it's gonna be like you're gonna hear about it more. Of mm. course, of course you are. But I don't know why I'm saying that. It's just gonna shake shake the NBA a bit if they win that game. Because I also ask you this: Is Kawhi playing no. tomorrow? No. No. No.
1: No. Wink. No. Not, not even a Cause, little. Because no one knows. Have, keeps... you, have you seen like the um how they're not letting reporters take photos of him shooting, Or they're not letting like video of him shooting? Ah uh, yes, yes I have seen what? that. So I reckon if you're the Clippers, and I know Kawhi's got his own sort of habits and whatnot, any sports team in the world is trying to market ticket sales to their team. Okay. I know the playoffs haven't, I know they don't have games to market yet. But you've got to, like, looking forward to next year season ticket sales, which will go on sale, I'm assuming, not that long after the, the playoffs probably commence. Yeah. You think it's all that? Wouldn't you be post like? Wouldn't you be trying to do everything you can to suggest that he's close? Yeah, yeah. If okay. you're not showing anything to me, that suggests that he's not close. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll give you that
0: because that could be a real possibility. I just reckon there's something sneaky about it, something not right about it. I just think it's more than more than things for next year.
1: You know. Just it's, and if it was anyone else but Kawhi, I'd be hundred percent certainty he's not playing. But Kawhi would have his own superstitions and he's a quiet guy as we know. Doesn't like the cameras. Maybe he just doesn't want to be filmed. But that's it's odd. It's something there's something weird about it. But yeah. Uncle Dennis is censoring him.
0: Yes. I think the minute I think the Timberwolves can just shut this door. I hope they do. I think they're gonna shut the door. That's what's gonna happen. If the Clippers win, everyone's gonna be ramping it up even more, being like, Kawhi, are you gonna be back for first round? But I reckon the Timberwolves can just shut this door and it's going to be boring when they get yeah. beaten in the first round. Um, all right. So then we've got so we've got Brooklyn and Minnesota locking up 7th seventh and 7th. Seventh. Yeah. So then that would leave Cleveland and the Clippers um, to play... Uh, Cleveland will play Charlotte. I'm oh, so, oh, sorry. No, we're going to predict the other games. <laughs> the winner of... Nine and ten. We've got to predict the other games. Um so nine and ten games in the East. Charlotte versus Atlanta.
1: Yeah, Atlanta wins that.
0: Yes. I've Do you got know that why? Well.
1: Trey Young. Trey Young. <laughs> See the stat about him?
0: First point guard to first
1: player. Player. To lead the NBA in total points and assists since nineteen seventy fuck knows what. Mm. I think he might be good, Nathan. <laughs> Just a little bit good. You might be. We're gonna
0: find out. Imagine if they lose to Charlotte. What are you doing then? It's a
1: team's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, and it will, he'll he'll drop forty two and fourteen And he lose probably. Charlotte's like Charlotte's very well rounded. Yeah, at, I don't think they're actually going to hit it. But at one point during the season, they were about to break the record for most players to average over sixteen points per game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they they've are. just got a lot of depth. So,
0: but yeah, so I've got Atlanta winning that as well. In the Atlanta. Um, San Antonio at New Orleans. New Orleans.
1: I think so. They're hot at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's got to be. They've just got more guys.
1: Pops playoff. (laughs) He's recording the playoffs and he's being able to just be like, all right, we haven't done this all year. (laughs) However, (laughs) this is how to beat this team. And they just do it perfectly. Wouldn't surprise me if San Antonio got up. Yep. But New Orleans? I think New Orleans, my, we've spoken about Dejounte Murray, I don't know if he can guard Brandon Ingram just given the height difference, but I wouldn't be surprised if Pop goes for that Yeah. and just says, let's just shut him down, let's not let him put the ball on the floor, get the ball out of his hands. The Spurs will win if that's the case.
0: Yeah. No, I just think more guys on the Pelicans. Um so for me and for you, it's the Hawks in New Orleans. So that would mean that Atlanta would play um, Cleveland yeah. to finish eighth, and then New Orleans would play the Clippers to finish eighth. So who have you got, Atlanta or Cleveland? Atlanta. Yes. In
1: Cleveland. Atlanta. Yes. In Cleveland. Atlanta. Uh, Cleveland's with the better team for most of the year. That is injured. Yeah. I've, yeah. That's that's right. They're yeah. just injured. No, Jared Allen. Yeah. They're, you know. I just don't see it happening.
0: Yep, I would go Atlanta as well. So that would put Atlanta eighth in the East. New Orleans, Clippers. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, New Orleans. <laughs> I'm just dying here. Um, in LA. <sighs> See, that one, I reckon the Clippers. For some reason, my gut's telling me New Orleans. It's a bit like for like. They're, they're, it's mo- mostly small guys it's a, it's a small ball type thing i know they got Valentinus. jv could go off <laughs> yeah, i know they got Valentinus, but i f- the, the clippers are going to force it to be small ball i don't think jv is going to have i think it's because it's one game i don't think he's going to be bombing from 3 you
1: know what i'm saying i don't know what like my head saying the clippers my gut is going for the pelicans for whatever reason mm. tony snell's going to come on hit some free throws <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just foul him (laughs)
0: get him fouled um all right so you're gonna say new orleans i'm gonna lock in new orleans okay i'm gonna go clippers um all right now let's do our first round first game predictions basically now so i'll read these out (laughs) because we're gonna give our full predictions for the whole playoffs when we next speak next yep. week, but for now we we should you know just so we've got that record, people know we're not just because we're gonna look like we're just oh yeah we predicted the first round you know what I'm saying. So the first games, uh, first seed Miami against the eighth seed Hawks. Atlanta. Miami, Miami. The first two games
1: in Miami, both of them win. Yep, they win. Yep, I've got that as well. Um, Actually. Trey Young is going to go off on one of them. They're going to split the first two. Wow, they're going to
0: Atlanta. Are going to get one in Miami. They're going to get one in Miami. Wow. Okay. Hot take right there. Um, the second seed, your Boston Celtics, will come two up zip. against the Brooklyn Nets. Two zip, Boston. TD Garden.
1: Two zip, Boston.
0: I don't think I'm going to get another answer out of you. I'm going to go one-one, <laughs> just like it was last. Brooklyn have got. If you, we'll talk. We'll talk about it next week. But Brooklyn have got the same trajectory. Apart from playing Atlanta, unless Atlanta get through. Um, I mean, Cleveland. Atlanta? I mean, Atlanta meet them in... Oh, wait. Brooklyn didn't even go that yeah. far. But you know what I'm saying? They they will... If they beat you, they will play the Bucs again yeah. in the second round. That's I can't wait for that. I love the it NBA. Won't ha-
1: it won't happen. Boston is winning this series. Oh, you just gave it away. I don't care. Yeah. Boston is winning this series. Probably could have just you predicted that one. <laughs> Given what I'm wearing, you'd assume so.
0: <laughs> Alright, so you reckon 2-Zip Boston? 2-Zip Boston. First two games
1: in yeah. TD Garden, I'll go 1-1. One, one. Jason Tatum, the best player performer of all time that we've ever seen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks 3-seed against the Chicago Bulls in Milwaukee first two games. You can guarantee that the Bulls are going to get beaten by about 40 in both games. Guarantee! <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would bet the fucking house on it. Yeah, that right.
0: And... That is the easiest am, am series. I, I might be totally wrong in saying this, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty much only Caruso out. and um, Lonzo, Lonzo out at this stage. The Bulls just suck. We said at the start of the... Because Lonzo is no bloody Kawhi or LeBron. We said at this stage, at the start of the season, they're going to be fun... But then people, man, what was with the overrating at the start of the season? They people... beat some shit
1: teams. Oh, they had the easiest record in the league. Yeah, all the Bulls. Demar's playing well. And didn't I say come playoff time? Yeah. We've seen Demar de Frozen that <laughs> many times.
0: <laughs> I love those fucking <laughs> times of nicknames. Oh, right, yeah, I've got the bucks. I've got the bucks. We won't talk about it.
1: We won't. You <laughs> to... can say for nothing because <laughs> with, there is uh, no... The Bulls are the worst team in the playoffs. Spoilers. <laughs> are they? Oh... Yes, they are the worst. Since the All Star break, they've had like the fourth worst record in the league. The only teams worse than them has been like Orlando and OKC and some other they shit might team be, that aren't yeah, they worth might noting. Be. They <laughs> might be. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I hate Chicago. Okay.
0: So, and then the 4 5 seed, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers host uh, the Toronto Raptors for the first two games.
1: Toronto stealing one. They're stealing one, aren't they? Stealing one. Yeah. I. Th- I I wanna give away my prediction. Yeah. But this is this is based off I just feel like they're gonna win like game one yeah. and then probably get gentlemen swept. Oh. Spoilers again. Yeah, I'm just saying it. <laughs> but like that's just my prediction
0: now. I can't cage this guy. I can't. I'm not hold trying him to be down. caged. <laughs> We've got a lot more to talk about next week. Okay. Um the Philadelphia seventy six ers I reckon I don't know. I, I really realize starting to realise that I'm a bit biased. <laughs> You you reckon? I think we're gonna get two zip up in the first two games. You we probably should. Yeah, we should. Toronto aren't that good, but it feels like Freddie we, Van Vliet. You can go off. It feels like we're not going to, which is why I think we will.
1: It's because I,
0: it's like whatever I normally feel like is I'm normally wrong.
1: The opposite <laughs> happens. Yeah, when you think Joel's gonna win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's all the first two
0: games of the playoffs over there. The Phoenix Suns number one seed against the eighth seed. Uh, you Ooh, said two nothing, regardless of who it is, two nothing. New Orleans. I said Clippers. Is mm-hmm. Kawhi back?
1: No, he's not back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, two nothing Phoenix. Two nothing. Um, and if he is
1: back, we won't be able to watch the game because they won't be allowed any cameras. <laughs> <laughs> um, Will like Chamberlain's a hundred point game. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no cameras allowed of on that one. There was about seven thousand people there that day. By all accounts, about 120,000 people have since said they were there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Second seed Memphis against the seventh seed uh, Timberwolves. Wouldn't be surprised if the Wolves get one. They're both inexperienced. First two games. They're both inexperienced. Come playoff time. Yep. I just feel like they're both going to be. It's going to be a shit show of a game first up. Yeah. And I just feel like it wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they both shoot like 39% from the field.
0: Yeah. It's bugging my mind because they're both the same colours. <laughs> <laughs> they better not wear fucking jerseys that <laughs> clash. <laughs> um, I think Memphis will take two of those. I've, really, those
1: like, they are the much better team. I, I'm really excited but about it. But like we, we see this constantly where, do you remember in Denver, 2015, Denver finished the third seed? And played the Warriors in the first round. This was like, no, sorry, 2013. Sorry. Yeah. This was like the Warriors' first time announcing themselves. When young teams make the playoffs, it's more likely you're going to get an, an anomaly than if it's a veteran team. And given they're both young teams with no playoff experience, anything can happen. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Alright,
0: the third seed Golden State Warriors against the sixth seed Denver Nuggets. It was also reported that it's likely that Jamal Murray and MPJ won't come back after some contrary reports in the past. It's just
1: not worth bringing... Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like players ever come back just for the playoffs. Yeah. Just doesn't happen.
0: Well, here's what I'm saying. Not after a full year out. Game one. Denver, for me. Game one, Denver. Game two, Warriors. I reckon that's one of the steals. This is how good that guy is. I'm
1: going two nothing, Warriors. Denver.
0: Whoa. Yeah,
1: yeah. I do oh, Yeah. Ooh. They're going. To, Jokic is going to slow the game down on offense, mm. and I just think he's just going to score and he's going to have like 74% field goal. You know, like he's just not going to miss. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That sort of gives you a bit of a taste. Draymond can't guard him. Yeah That gives
0: you a taste Of what JL JL and I Feel about The Warriors I would say
1: Yeah Yeah We both maybe have that I same think feeling. as well They can easily target Clay on defence Curry hasn't been in four. Obviously he can Of any player In his playoffs He can go at 50 Probably the easiest Of anyone here Yeah And they don't have A but notable there's been Few and far between Recently in his yeah. game He doesn't seem To be ready to take over Like he did The first month of the season So That's it Denver. Um, okay. Uh, then the four and five seeds,
0: Dallas hosting Utah. Are you thinking that Luca will not play these two
1: games? Doesn't matter. Utah are going to choke a fourth quarter lead anyway. <laughs> if look, we're under the assumption Luca's in two nothing. And if he's not, one all. two nothing. One all. They don't. No, nah, They should, it should be two nothing to yeah, Utah. That's right. But. Use are
0: It'll either be 2 nothing or
1: 0-2. <laughs> yeah.
0: One of those. Okay, so that's our early games playoff and playing predictions. But now we get to, JL, what this show is about. It's the season of Talking about the Sixers. let <laughs> talk about the Sixers. Now, let's start off with... Uh, let's start off with the award that doesn't really touch the court. Let's start off with Executive of the Year. Okay? And... Look, next to my executive of the uh, then colon, I just put one emoji. A goat. Because there is a goat executive who I couldn't deny has had the most outstanding moment in this year. And I'd like you to name him for me. Brad Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> i am got to be honest. He's there. He's up there. Who uh, who'd you put in? Dalmory. Sixes talk, baby. Dalmory, come on. You know it. Don't lie to yourself, Daryl Morey. He played the game well. He played, played the game,
1: and yes, and he was like Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Is that the gambler?
0: The ga- Is that um?
1: No, no one um, to hold him. No one to fold him. Is he a singer? Yeah.
0: Is he the Dolly and Kenny? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I do know him a little bit.
1: May you rest in peace. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, he played his hand better than anyone else did this year. I think. Um, executive of the year is a tough one though I think that's the most outstanding moment of any of the executive of this year so it's this is one of the ones I said pre-pod just to you it's there are weird ones in terms of voting you know people argue like what's most valuable player it changes every year blah 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 and it usually of course the goalposts slightly change and it's not because of narrative it's just because things are more outstanding different years because people are doing different things for executive of the year, it's often based around previous year's stuff. Like, for example, who's Memphis' executive? I didn't even look at his name. But I don't know what his name is. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins it. Yeah. Because it's, you know, a team overperformed. But it's like, he didn't do anything this year. That's it. It was all done in the previous drafts. Yeah. And then in terms of what happened this year and this year only, and in terms of Moro, without a doubt, moved the biggest piece. I actually think Brad Stevens did the most (laughs) throughout the season, though. I knew you were going to get a bit of this. He did the most throughout the season, in my mind.
0: For me, I said And that's where I don't know how the
1: voting works on this. Yeah. So they're my three picks for who might win. But Mm. I think, based off my criteria, who did the most, not who had the biggest move or who did it previous years, Brad Stevens did the most. What did he do there? Got rid of Ennis Freedom. Got rid of Ennis
0: (laughs) Freedom. He hired Ime Doka, yep. who has turned out to work out, it seems. Mm-hmm.
1: And he brought in Derek White. Yeah. And he brought, brought back in... Daniel Tice has been massive for us. Tice. Was Horford this season? Uh, yep. Got rid of got rid of Kemba. Yeah. Brought in Horford. Um, got rid of Fournier with, with Kemba, of course. Got a TPE, which we haven't used yet. Um, there's mm. been a lot of moves that you would think don't move the needle all that much yeah but it
0: clearly happened i'm not gonna say that harden has been the most revolutionary thing since he's gotten here or to philly but can i just say that when and not if yeah sorry i'll go if for you if boston get bounced in the first round Mm. we go all the way back to your first statement your our, our statement this isn't meant to be for this year or next year or even the year after. Or well, definitely not this year or next year. This Boston team is set up to succeed in three years, four yeah. years. And so then we just go back to, and that's a bit of a... That's a bit of a grey or a bit of a boring story. You know what I'm sort of saying? As much as it's a safe story, I think for a one-season award, Daryl bringing in
1: a difference maker as he, as he kept calling it. And so I feel like... Boston's hit singles and Morris hit a home run. Yeah. They're both they've both got a touchdown. <laughs> they both hit a homer. Which one's better? Yeah. That's uh yeah. But um so that's executive of the year. And, and when I started with Memphis, this is obviously a different approach to Memphis because they did theirs mostly through the draft. But it's like hypothetically Boston gets at the number one seed next year. Brad Stevens wins the award. For what he did this year. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. where I think the award's kind of bullshit. Yeah. All right. Let's leave
0: um MVP to the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get over to I'll just choose them. Let's go coach of the year. Right. We, and we got the same one. And uh, we did mention it last week, I think. I think is I, that why I, you're no, going No, I just
1: know I just know who you have. Doc Rivers. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, we mentioned it last week, but of spoilers. Alvin Gentry. So we talked about who we think is. <laughs> we want to talk about who we think is gonna win these awards and who we think deserves it. Yeah. Um, you said this basically last week. Monty Williams is Monty Williams is probably
1: gonna win it. Yeah. But I think, and you think, Taylor, Taylor Jenkins. Jenkins should win it. Yeah. Taylor uh, Jenkins has done more. With less.
0: This is a great job by their executive, yeah. by their GM, to put this team together. But it's also an unbelievable effort by the coach to find the perfect chemistry. Jar misses how
1: many games and they yep. don't lose. Yep. And to get this team up to the second seed is Whereas amazing. Monty Williams, in the bubble they went 9-0, and just missed the playoffs. Yep. Last year they finished in the second seed, made the finals. They were a shoo-in for top three in the West. They finished on top. Yeah. That doesn't suggest that this coach has been the most outstanding coach this year. Yeah, that's right. And this is what I was saying earlier. The award's always backdated the year. Yeah, It's always the coach who deserved it last year, which was Monty Williams in my eyes, gets it the year after.
0: That's it. Because, yeah, now he's got the 60-win season. But, yeah, so we both think Taylor Jenkins deserves it, but Monty Williams will get it. Let's go to sixth man of the year. This is probably the only lock of the player awards. Um, I think Tyler Hero deserves it and he'll get
1: it. I do too. Also do shout you, out to do Kevin like, Love. K-Love was flying early on. Kevin Love also. Um, do you like all the talk about how Hero doesn't deserve it because he plays starters minutes? Or do you think that's nothing?
0: Uh, some of these awards I'm going to be like, this is technically judged wrong, but this one I'm going to be like, nah, technically, he's a sixth man. So, this
1: is one of the ones where we know who the best player off a bench is, and like, I don't think this award for the like last how many years is the best scorer coming off the bench. And teams do it because they, they can't play defense, they're a microwave scorer that is heat up and it's good for mismatches. Nothing changed, Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams and it's a piece of shit award, essentially, (laughs) because it doesn't impress me now. Like, you know, like you just know what it's going to be. Tyler Hero has been probably the best of those players I've mentioned recently anyway. Um, but I would like to see an award for the best role player. Okay. And I think that's what six Man of the year was initially intended for. And it's definitely moved away from that. And it's always been, you know, like, um, Manu Ginobili was never a role player. James Harden, um, you can go back way further to Kevin McHale. They weren't role players; they were stars coming off the bench for mismatches. But I think people don't care about that. They want to see someone like Jalen Brunson get recognition. Yeah. Actually, he started most games this year, anyway. I think. Yeah. But you know, I think there will be a better that'll be a better suited award going forward because yeah. Tyler Hero average he had the most minutes for Miami this year, and had was sec, equal third in minutes per game. Yeah. So it's like what, like similar to like what
0: Joe Ingles became. Yeah, In this last year or so, of, or his end of the Jazz era, yeah. when he wasn't starting, you couldn't count him as the Clarkson, but what you're saying was he would come on and it'd be like, jeez, you, you want him to be on. Or, or sort it's of the thing.
1: person that like unites the bench unit more than ISO score, we all just play defense. Yeah, Like uh, Taj Gibson a few years ago lost it to, I think, Jamal Crawford for like the fourth time. And Taj would come on and have like 12.6 rebounds. But was, you know, playing more meaningful minutes than just yeah, you know, and like that's where I think, not saying Hero doesn't deserve the award because he does the way it currently is judged. Yeah, I just don't care for this award. I would prefer to see a role player win it. Yeah, or have a role player's award. I should say.
0: Yeah, with you. Moving on, let's get to okay. Let's get to another player award. Let's go most improved. Okay, so I think the most improved player award is definitely going to Ja Morant. That Agreed. seems the uh that seems to be the favorite. Mm-hmm. But I agree with I think it's Draymond Green who just came yep. out and said, um this is this is happening. This is Ja Morant was about to do this. Last playoffs, you know, and we've talked you about a 40 p- piece. Didn't yeah, you? playoffs yeah. is a barometer. Last year's playoffs he was
1: crazy. You know what I'm saying? He was about to start doing this. He went this. from 23 points to going to 27. Yeah. I reckon... We all knew what was happening. That's right. He was the number two pick. He, yeah. He In his third year, of course, there's a jump from one to two and then two to three. Yeah. I reckon that um,
0: most improved player should be based on... It shouldn't go to like a Jamarine. It should go to... We thought that this player was going to be this. Someone that's earned minutes. And then he's like, oh, wait, hold on. He's gone from... We established his level here and now he's took his, taken his level to establish. I thought here. you were
1: gonna give me hate for saying Jar shouldn't win this award. Okay, well no Um way. it doesn't feel Jar's right. Jar's minutes haven't changed. Yeah. Because he was the best player on the team last year and he's still the best player. Like, um Jordan Poole was arguably my number one pick. I reckon we got Darius the same Garland. One. Oh yeah. Would be very close. Garland's in a similar position to um Jar in terms of the minutes didn't change much, the points per game went from seventeen to twenty four or whatever. Like it wasn't a massive jump. But his production definitely increased. His ability to like pass the ball went through the roof. Yeah. To me that's more improvement in a player's ability than what Jar went through. Is that your deserving Garland? Who's your deserving? So well, who would you pick rather than or is it Jar? Right, the way that it's the way that it's been Judged recently, I think it would be Garland. Yeah. In terms of who improved the most, the way that we both think it should be awarded, I would say Jordan Poole. Okay. Right. The way if we could re- reconstruct it, I would say Jordan Poole. Okay. Whoa. He fought. He forced his way into a team, and he's like almost forcing Clay to the bench.
0: Yes, I know what you mean. That
1: is more improvement than what the other two have done.
0: Yeah. Well, then we do have a slight disagreement. I think Garland. And I'm my test guy. Like you know, I heard that you just—I didn't know about Garland's um, num uh points improvement. I heard that Jar's gone up from nine, gone up nine points or something like that. It's something like that. From like twenty-three to twenty-seven. Jar, yeah. Was it not nine points? <laughs> <laughs> it was nine something. Jar Morant
1: stats. Let's have <laughs> a look. I don't want to look silly here. You, you are, are going to look silly. Um, I believe it's like. Oh, nineteen point one 19.1 to 27.4. That's bigger than I thought. I eight, thought he was in the 20s last year. Eight points. Yeah.
0: Something like that. Nearly nine points. Um, but as I said to you, for me, I don't know. I actually thought, I, I, I know that sounds crazy, but I, I, I thought a less, a less out of nowhere rise, but I sort of saw Jordan yeah. Poole getting to this. Really? No, yes. Maybe not in one year. So who's your pick? Garland. Yeah. I thought I established Garland's name as like he's way second to Sexton. But recently yeah. I said to you, maybe they should when trade had, Sexton. He had 13 assists in a quarter not long game. This Yeah, this yeah, season. Like yeah. he's just... He's like established himself as their best guard and like one of the best up-and-coming guards mm. in the league. Whereas he was, for me, just not even... The names were Sexton, Kevin Porter Jr., the troublemaker, and then Garland. Like what? why isn't Garland... Jumping to their
1: level, but now
0: it's if right. Sexton can improve
1: as well. Yeah, especially with the defense they've got at the moment with Allen and Mobley. Yeah, like that is going to be a very good team going forward. Yeah, well,
0: I'm just going to say that it is taking great restraint for me to not say a certain name in the most improved players, but for the sake of not bringing up the Sixers, I won't. But can we just all yeah. read each other's Very minds? Very close.
1: No, I'll say it. It's it's soft It's second <laughs> year. Tobias <So> Harris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I 100 percent agree with Tyrese Maxi. My God, um, big jump. You're not supposed I think sec- second year players uh, should be eliminated from. But you're
0: section. not supposed to make this jump in your second year.
1: It was a big jump. That's man. the crazy part. He's shooting 40 something percent from three this mm. year. 42 or four. It must be nice playing with Joel. Like he has so much space, mm,
0: man. But I didn't say it; you said
1: it. <laughs> for once, okay, for once.
0: Now let's get to a defensive player of the year. No, rookie of the year. Let's go to rookie of the year. I'm going to my pick here. This was
1: tough this year.
0: Who who do you think's gonna win it? This this one actually you don't know really. It's a bit of a. Or you think there's a lot? I
1: think to, there was a front runner. The, yeah, got injured towards the end of the year, mm. which is Motley Yes It reminds me of 2011 When Kyrie was leading the whole way Got injured Rubio went up in the ladder The MVP ladder means nothing Or the rookie of the year ladder means nothing And they're like "Look, Body of work over the course of the season still Kyrie Despite the games missed To me I'm still giving it to Mobley I think what he did on defence And the way he helped improve these Cavs Was more influential than any other rookie this year But I find it funny that Cade Cunningham missed the start of the year. And started pretty poorly when he did come in, but people essentially ruled him out of the race because he missed too many games. But now he's played essentially the same amount, yeah, and's been very good in you know the la- the latter half of the year. Doesn't seem to get that much attention. Who do you think's going to win it? I feel like Scotty Barnes is going to get a lot of second place votes. Yep, and I reckon he. More. I think Mobley's going to get a lot of first place votes. Um, Cunningham will get a few Barnes will get a few But I think Barnes is going to come s- More seconds across the board And he's going to win it
0: Okay Okay um, And So but your pick Would be Mobley yeah. Your deserving pick Yeah My deserving pick Is Evan Mobley I But I'm going to say That on I'm not I, I think If you were to ask me Who's going to be The better player In the future I think the safer pick Might be Scotty Barnes the, they've, They're the top two Really for me. Yeah, I would say Cade. No, no, no just out of those oh, two. Because I reckon it's out of those two. They're the top
1: two. I yeah? think you've, you're probably looking at a. I reckon Scotty Barnes is right, more absolutely. Lively. They probably won't, weren't hit these. They definitely won't hit these. But I can see Mobley being a uh, Kevin Garnett light. Dominates defense. Can run the offense to him, But to win a championship, he's not going to be best offensive player. And I can see Scotty Barnes being a poor man's Kawhi in terms of great on defense very good rebounder can score the ball from sort of every position prime KG prime Kawhi it's so hard to compare the two because they play so differently yeah and that's what I feel like with these two yeah obviously they're not going to even get close to those heights so please don't fucking grill me for that <laughs> they might hold on they might they won't those two are the, some of the best players we've seen. yeah say. but they might they won't but you know what do you get what I'm trying to say in terms mm. of It's going to be so hard to judge who's better because Mobley already is so good on defense. Yeah. And his passing ability for a big man is going to let teams run offense through it. Yeah.
0: I can't quite put my finger on who I would pick to be the better player for the rest of their career. Uh, Or, you know, sorry, you know, the better heights, peak of their powers, as I say. But for right now and for the next little bit, Mobley is like outstanding talent Mm. you know and he can you talked about like a bit of lack of offense he's not going to be the best offensive player who knows but he's
1: he's all right he can actually shoot if he was playing the playoffs this year yeah he would be more influential than scotty barnes i think because already he can play defense and it's you know five on five but he's covering three players at all times yeah
0: he um he can he, yeah he can shoot for a big man as mm. in like he's still pretty raw like yeah. they all are, but I I like the signs for what he can stretch offensively as a big man, and I think that that's pretty rare. Look, you we you talked about it once. I don't think it made the cut, but you talked about how you're excited for potentially in Free the future. Yeah, like maybe big men just dominate the court and they just shoot from everywhere. This could be the beginning. He looks amazing. We're going to see um, Shet Holmgren come yeah. in the next draft. He's probably going to go number one or something like that. Top three um, anyway. Uh, bowl Bowl didn't really work I out. I think
1: that oh, that's my pick for the next generation of NBA. Those when teams started players. going two point cards and a, you know two shooting guards on the court, there's going to be a lot more double center lineups. Yeah. Because centers can shoot the ball efficiently now.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he looks great. So... Yeah, I'm choosing Evan Mobley as deserving, but I don't know who's going to... I actually can't see who. It's going I, to be so close. I don't know who's going to get the pick. Um, and now we go to Defensive Player of the Year. Now, I can see the twinkle in your eye. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I can see the twinkle in Jack's eye as he wears that green
1: jacket. Who is going to win it? I feel like it's going to be Rudy Gobert. Okay. He's such a safe option. Yep. If there's any voters that don't want to cop any criticism, they're going to Rudy. Yep. Who's deserving? Marcus Smart. <laughs> People have shied away from the fact that guards can be the v- best defensive players in the NBA. yep One guard, one point guards ever won it? Gary Payton. The glove. Two shooting guards have won it. Sid Moncrief and Michael Jordan. A few small forwards, a few power forwards, mostly heavily centers. Yeah. Because centers protect the rim and it's so easy to get stats on that, everyone just gives it to centers. But the ability to orchestrate an offense from the players that are the best scorers in the NBA now are guards. To be able to force the ball out of their hands and there should be more... We know that centers can defend the ring, and it's easier to be a good defensive center than it is to be a good defensive guard. People are like, "Oh, well, you know, they block the shots, they protect the rim," but it's credit to the guards for funneling them into the, you know, the big man as well. I think Drew Holiday, Dejounte Murray, over the last few years have been so overlooked in terms of their ability to just be, just be a menace on the court, forcing teams to. You know, not letting teams get into their offence. Not letting them run their motions. It's about time guards start getting respect. And I think Marcus Smart is the epitome of that because he can switch on every single player on the court. Obviously not centres as much, but he can bang anywhere.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know
1: who's going to win it. I really don't. This is tight.
0: I, But if I have to say a name of who I think is going to win it, I think it's going to be Marcus Smart.
1: He's the favourite at the moment. Yeah, I think it's going to be Marcus Smart
0: I think it's
1: going to be Can I say one more thing? Yeah If Bam played a full season I think he'd be the runaway favourite Okay His, what, 57 games or whatever Is his biggest hindrance And that's why I think it's out in the open at the moment
0: Yep Okay I think Marcus Smart's going to win it And I think Marcus Smart deserves to win it
1: This is the best day of my life (laughs) The best day of my life.
0: Uh, shit. Uh, what? Uh, I just had a blackout.
1: I just. The gu- guards deserve more respect <laughs> on defense.
0: I will say though, it's a bit of a four-way tie in in my eyes. I want to give I want
1: to give Giannis
0: a bit of a shout out. This is the first year. I don't care about his other years. This is the first year that I was like,
1: "Whoa!" Did I mention this last he's week great, in the pod? He's a great defender. He's gonna get. Overlooked because of the Bucks' defensive record. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the whole no, Brook Lopez. Yeah, yeah, but he's arguably the best help defender ever. Yeah, he's he's so good at it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. But he's... because of Milwaukee's average defense as a team, he's going to get overlooked. He's so good. And people are going, the voters are going to highlight Boston having the best defense, like one of the best defenses in NBA history in terms of in relation to other teams in the last or well, since New Year's, essentially. Yeah. Like we are far and away the best team at the moment, defensively, yeah. And it's just easy for the voters to be like, "Yep, yeah, who is a front runner for that?" Yeah, Marcus just beheading it. Yeah, just go to him.
0: Rudy Gobert's always going to be in the conversation. Marcus Smart, um, uh, and Bam. then um Bam and Giannis, Mikael Bridges, Mikael Bridges and um, Giannis, and I put uh, then those four. So Rudy. Marcus Smart, Macau Bridges. You didn't have bam, did you? No. Just from games played. A little bit of that. I just don't know what Miami are, apart from you know this is individual award, but mm. I can't help it like I just feel like yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know what Miami are or any of their players are. And I've mentioned before how defensive first team all defense is a legacy award and much like much like the awards before is voted on the year after wouldn't surprise me if Bridges wins it next year. Yeah. It always takes one year to get the recognition you deserve. Yeah, yeah, Always. And it shits me to tears. Yeah. He could get it, though, because of the record. It would definitely be close.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, um, Mark is smart for both of us. Deserving, at least. Now, the big one. The NBA Most Valuable Player Award. Who's the top three? Who's the top three? Yeah, now that we're done with the season.
1: Giannis. Yeah. Embiid, uh-huh. <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr., <laughs> 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 uh, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, are they your top three? Yes, I think uh, they are everyone's top three.
0: Yeah, but what the one of the ladders by the end of the season or one week before oh, the Devin end? Devin Booker, who do they put in there? Tatum, do know,
1: um, uh, Doncic. D- they throw anyone in there because uh, the ladders are stupid. They want insane. they want people talking,
0: and they bumped out Embiid for it. Okay. All right, let's do it. So, who is going to win it? Jokic. And who is deserving to win it?
1: (laughs) Joe Jokic?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. Did you want to
1: talk about him? He's the best. All those. I've said it enough. Everyone knows how I feel about him. The best passing big man of all time. Best field goal percentage for... Oh, best true shooting percentage of anyone... Ever excluding Steph Curry's twenty sixteen season. He can he's just unstoppable on offense. Without a doubt.
0: Yes. Okay. The big one for me. Does it hurt to admit it? <sighs> okay. I believe Jokic is gonna win it. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> And I I think Joel Beach. <laughs> 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 Here's what I'm going to say in defence. And I'm going to warn everyone. I'm, I'm acknowledging. All I'm going to do now is just try and defend Joel. All right? Do you honestly think he deserves it more? I don't. Give me a second. I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, but I've definitely said it to you. The thing about Jokic... And the thing about Embiid is that Embiid, I've said this before, the two most, like, obvious things in basketball, score, defend. Their way, defending is more obvious than passing, right? Embiid scores and defends better than Jokic. Forget, I didn't care about the free throws because he gets fouled. I know he looks for fouls. I wasn't going to mention the free throws. Okay. Jokic is amazing, but that's why people lean to Embiid. I'm going to say Joel because I'm a Philly fan. However, if I wasn't a Philly fan, I'd say Jokic. <laughs> that's, that's me admitting that that's a biased answer. You know what I also want to say is that it's nowhere near, one thing that hurts as a just a person <laughs> is that the way that Embiid got pushed away at the end.
1: By the narrative, the last he it it's so his last three games were incredible, but from like ten games left to seven games left, he was average.
0: And then Giannis came in because he beat Brooklyn and Philly, and yes, that's
1: big. It's an eighty-two game season, but the thing is,
0: for me, it's truly Jokic one A and Embiid one B. And if anyone tries to be like you know Embiid is below Luca, that's this is I why actually think awards
1: are bullshit. Giannis <laughs> had a better season than. No, you didn't. You don't. I think he's a better defender. Mm-mm. He's a better scorer. Didn't win scoring title, but I think he's a better scorer when it comes down to it. Better rebounder. Better passer. Team's better as well. No. I think Giannis... He, had a, that's a big thing with you, Giannis. His team's
0: better. Remember when his team wasn't even... So with Giannis,
1: I know he keeps improving as everyone
0: goes on, but I can't wait for the playoffs so he can get found out a little <laughs> when bit. When he's... And "Quote unquote,"
1: the Ben Simmons, but longer.
0: <laughs> the thing about Giannis, do you remember when they didn't have um, uh, Drew Holiday? Let's go. His with... reputation changed or... very quickly. That's right, exactly right. I'm sorry, but I will die on at least as for right now, and th- until things change. If Embiid had the fortunes like Giannis, let's just say to eventually have a perfect team around him. I know it could be better, Milwaukee, but it's still pretty... It's a great fit. If Embiid always had or now had that perfect fit, which now Harden is still not proving to be, and our depth and our shooters, it's none of it's proving to be good around Embiid. You're very critical of the Harden trade so far. I don't think it's as bad as you think. Oh, you got to see it. <laughs> you got to see him, bro. He can't... I don't know if he's injured, if... Whatever, everything's supposedly fine. He can't drive. He can't drive. He literally cannot drive. He's got no license. <laughs> um, but that's it. No more sixes. Giannis isn't a better scorer than Embiid. I'm telling you now,
1: man. If Embiid puts up a fifty piece in the playoffs, oh, he will. He can. All the, can or and he the will. NBA finals to clinch a championship. It's then f- I believe it.
0: Those and people talk about his free throws and his jumpers. You know that that tightens up in the playoffs, right? That I said that Giannis could be top five all time that game six Giannis mm. or game five Giannis, whatever it was. That's correct because he wasn't missing his free throws. He was hitting the free throws. But that's not him. That's Let's be honest. It's not really him. Even with his improvements, it's not actually him. And if you can set up the wall nicely, again, the Phoenix Suns weren't the best team in the West last year. I go on again. Sorry. But this is not a Giannis bashing thing. I'm just telling you that out of the three of them, Embiid's the best scorer.
1: Of the three of them, who's going to be most impressive in the playoffs? Gut feeling right now. Uh,
0: of the three of them, the most impressive in the
1: playoffs, it will be Giannis
0: because of his team.
1: Look at the no, other he, two he's, teams. He slew team record just in terms no, of not, individual performance. Who do you think is going to impress you the most? But you know that Giannis is going to play...
0: He has the opportunity to play better because... He, He's Denver team's not hindered. But and if you do more
1: with less sometimes, or if you do like, if, if for example, Embiid just dominates the first round, averages 35 and 14, even if you win in seven games, you get bounced in the second round. That will impress people more than Giannis doing the same thing and losing in the second round because Embiid's never done that before. Yeah. So who's going to impress you the most? Who do you reckon? Well, you're going to walk away and think, fuck, did not expect that. I think, I again, I
0: th- Oh, did not expect that.
1: Um, Or exceeded your expectations. Wow.
0: Maybe Embiid. Maybe Embiid exceeded my expectations because of what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that I'm expecting Giannis to... They might win the championship. Bucks are one of the favorites, obviously, to Mm. win the championship. Because, again, the Lakers and the Clippers have fallen over. There's no Jamal Murray in that. The Jazz have fallen over. The the Mavs haven't worked it out. The Nets haven't worked it out and Ben Simmons. The Sixers have bloody not worked it out. The Celtics aren't ready. I'm telling you, these two Celtics years... Celtics are winning the championship season. this you. Miami haven't worked it out. These two years that we're in is just so nice for the Bucks and the Suns. And I'm sick of saying it, but it's the truth. And it's so nice for whatever... It's so nice for Giannis as well. But anyway, I think that um, Joel. I want Joel to win the MVP. I want him to win it. (laughs) Um,
1: Next year's his year. I just think that because Jokic will have to up it again next year, which won't happen. That's right. I think this is pretty close to his ceiling.
0: I just think that. I think that they're truly one A and one B, and I think that Embiid's because his stuff is more obvious. It's crazy. But because his stuff is more obvious, but less consistent, and only this season by the tinies. he won the scoring title. Do you reckon it's more obvious his ability to the, play the, basketball, the passing and the, the part? Sorry, the passing, the scoring and the defense. It's the more defense
1: obvious. isn't. I don't. They're pretty similar defensive players. Nah, he's he, like, every stat suggests that they're pretty similar.
0: Yeah, no, forget the stats. You gotta watch the games.
1: He's more athletic, so he gets more blocks. Nah. he comes over from uh, nowhere, but. Joel's one of the best defensive players in the league. Watching Jokic play basketball, that is the most obvious thing when you watch him orchestrate an offense. He is better than anyone in the league right now. You're talking about offense now, though. Yeah. yeah. And that is the most the most obvious thing. You said the most two most obvious things is scoring and defense. The most obvious thing when you watch it, anyone that's never seen basketball before could watch it and be like, how did he just do that? How is he just doing Anyone who's
0: this? never watched basketball before. Is going to be like the first thing that they're going to look at is the person putting the ball in the bucket, and that's the truth.
1: Not when they're not, not when going to understand. They're
0: not going to understand why Will when you Barton, see the way
1: he passes the ball and the way they give it to him every single possession. I
0: know, but the, the, the uh, analogy you just made, which is a good one, he's not going to understand why that pass from Jokic is so good. past, you know, in the corner of his eye to Will Barton making the three. They're going to be like, oh Will Barton, and that's not a big. Thing on what I'm saying I'm just saying that when it comes down to it now in the playoffs James Harden's going to stuff it again Maxi second year probably going to Shall. shell Tobias Harris shell Tobias Harris I'm taking I'm <laughs> taking Embiid over three defenders then Jokic to pass and I know that's actually could be wrong but you know what I'm saying I don't
1: couldn't disagree more you want it
0: you want the pass than yeah. the shot
1: yeah Jokic's players don't shy away because of how good he is. That's that's a good that's a good point. He gives them more space, more opportunity. Mm. I would love to see his teammates' field goal percentages off his passes when he waits for the double team. When he waits and waits and waits, <laughs> and then decides to give it. Yeah, because he gets them so much space. He does. But um, that's why I'm excited to watch him against um, Golden State. I think so Embiid I would think pass he's going it more, to dissect them.
0: I think Embiid would pass it more if he had like straight out like we have Tobias Harris right, <laughs> who has been shooting more free threes and can shoot right,
1: but he's such a and he's making the max contract. He's not. I saw the best analogy of him the other day. Is he plays <laughs> basketball like he doesn't want to offend the opposition. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. That's him.
0: Right? Like Tobias Harris is the total opposite. Of all the players that the um, James Harden, Chris Paul Rockets had, the Mbamute, the Trevor Ariza at that point, the 3 and D, if we just have Joel, two good pieces or one good piece, as in Maxi or Harden or Beal, and then just three 3 and Ds. 3 and
1: Ds are hard to get though. I know they're hard. I love when people say that. We just need a 3 and D player. And it's like, there's six good ones in the whole league. I
0: know. I know that they're hard. In one way or another, these teams like Denver—they're good. You know, they're well-run teams like Denver, um, and I can't think of other teams at the moment. They just find these guys out of nowhere, like I think Utah. They create them though,
1: as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Like Aaron Gordon was never known for his defense. Yeah, and then he's put in a position where it's you're going to conserve so much on energy on offense because we'll find you. Just put in on defense. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I I don't know.
0: But anyway, that's me trying to defend Joel. I I will admit that Jokic
1: probably deserves it. That's where we got to here. Um, It's good to hear you say it. I wouldn't. Next year, I think you'd. Luca or Embiid. Yeah. The narratives will line up. And Luca will get it. (laughs) Good. good.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that concludes this very long. Of course, we went very long. JL,
1: you got here early. I got here early. If I didn't get here early, I'd I'd have left five minutes ago.
0: Look at that. Um,. Uh, episode of the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. Next time we talk, our teams will be playing in the playoffs. It's going to be 2-0. and o. It's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful time to be, uh, you know, watching the NBA at the moment. It's heating up. So by the time you see this, those first games, seven versus eight will have happened. So check out the rest and all that. If you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button. Which that button? Notifications bell. Just ding. You're probably hearing it. I can't, I can't it. see it. Um and hit the five-star rating on Spotify Apple Podcasts. JL, I'll talk to you next week.
1: Not before then, I'll be away. Not before then? Where are you going? I'm going to Bunaloo. Use the mails. I'll have no internet. I won't know anything. Bunaloo. Bunaloo. Okay. Well, you'll see JL in
0: Bunaloo.